Welcome to the Happily You podcast, where we'll dive into topics surrounding personal development, food, fitness, and all things that'll help you become happily you. Join me on my journey of self-discovery as I learn more about human design, diet, and exercise that works for me and help you find what works for you. And I want to help you accept and embrace yourself and know that you're exactly as you're meant to be. And leaning into that will open up a whole new world for you. Listen every Friday as podcasts are released. And don't forget to share, subscribe, so I can continue to bring you content that helps you in your journey. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, and thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Happily You podcast. This week is sort of a brain dump. There is really no format to it. Um, I kind of talk about a little bit of everything from human design to intuition to aligning to your purpose to money, journaling, Ayurveda. I mean, it's like (laughs) my mind was kind of all over the place, but focused really on just I think the underlying message is really just aligning and listening to your intuition Um, because intuition is something that really has been coming up a lot for me. Um, I know I've like talked about that since I started this podcast and it's something I work on every single day and I really try and be intentional and listen to like those feelings of like when I know something I shouldn't do it and just stopping and listening and acknowledging that, whether or not I actually listen to it, because sometimes I feel obligated. Um, but that comes with setting boundaries, and that's for a whole nother podcast. But that, um, yeah, just listening to it, and it's really interesting. I've I've had a lot of like deep conversations in the last week, and I've listened to a lot of podcasts that are kind of like aligning with my thoughts and these conversations that I've been having. And uh, when it comes to you know, intuition and really intuitive people, it is often the people who have been through some sort of trauma that tend to be the most intuitive. And I had, uh, my therapist actually had said this to me and it was like, you know, when you're, when you go through certain traumatic events, you kind of piece together, your brain realizes little nuances, I guess, of people of like a shift in, in body language, a shift in the way they look at you. It's like your brain picks up on all these little pieces and puts it together um, and and helps your intuition in speaking to you. Because I have, as I, I'll go into it a little bit later, but I have a defined emotional center. And t- typically people with an open emotional center are the more intuitive, empath- empathic people. And so I was just really confused when I originally heard this, you know, because I feel like I do absorb a lot of energies from others. And of course, there's all different aspects to the chart. Um, But that's where my therapist was like, you know, my intuition and my empathy may come from observing because I've, I've, through my experiences, I have to observe and like kind of be aware of things that are happening or shifts or whatever. So that was really, really interesting to me. So I, I, again, this is kind of a brain dump, but kind of go into a little bit of everything. Um, I hope you enjoy it. If you do enjoy it, I'd be so grateful if you went and rated it, reviewed this podcast, shared it, whatever you want to do. Um, that way more people can listen to it and maybe more people can gain value from it. But um, thank you so much for listening, wherever you are, wherever you're listening in your day. I appreciate it so much. Uh, and that's it. I will let you listen to the podcast.
Hello, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Happily You podcast. This podcast, I'm kind of going to talk about kind of a, a few different topics, uh, mainly focusing around intuition, journaling, because you all know I love journaling and I always, always, always recommend it. Um, and sort of like manifesting and, and all of those things that come with like being aligned with your purpose. And so like if you had asked me a year ago what any of that meant, <laughs> I would have had no, no idea. It's incredible. Even literally since Mercury uh, retrograde, and I've heard this from like so many different people, but it's just the shift I've felt just since July 1st has been incredible. Like I don't even feel like the same person that I was in July 1st. I feel so much lighter. I have so much more clarity. I have so much more of a personal connection with myself um, and, you know, with all of the higher powers and everything. It's just so much more spiritual and aligned. And it's really, really cool because I've noticed so many things lining up. Um, just in take journaling for an example. Um, you know, I journal every morning and I journal every night. I might miss, you know, an evening or a morning like here and there. But for the most part, part I've been intentionally waking up uh, about ooh, an hour earlier than uh, 30 minutes to an hour earlier than I usually do just so that I have time to meditate or write because I would love to write a book. And so I kind of slowly have started that process. Um, I have a few other little projects that I work on here and there. And so I wake up a little bit early to journal and I just, I've been trying to be very intentional about what I journal about, trying to focus on, because I felt a lot of, um, a lot of the fears and issues that I had have like slowly started to melt away. And I've noticed these little shifts, um, very subtle, but you know, just in the way I react to, sh to things or the way I don't react to certain things. And it's kind of like, you know, when these things happen, I'm like, Oh, well, that's different. You know, like that changed and it's pretty cool. But so sometimes, you know, I, I, <clears throat> I journal my gratitude the first thing I do every morning if I've had like a dream or if there's anything specific that I'm feeling um, you know I communicate with or I pray I guess in in the journal um, and then I just try and set an intention like if there's something on my mind or something I know I need to work on I'll write about that and it's really interesting this last week I've had like quite a few uh, deep and powerful conversations I guess and I was having a conversation about money and how so much of our self-worth, I guess, is tied into our relationship with money. It's like you feel like you can do all the right things and you're trying to save and you're trying to do this and that, but it's just like money just keeps escaping and you're like, what am I doing wrong? So I woke up this morning after this like brief little conversation about money that I had last night and I decided to journal about it just to explore like what it was. Um, and so I did that and then I opened up, I have two little, um, like daily or I have three little daily devotional type things I guess but two of them one of them is a book and one of them two of them are like three six five type things so the two that are actually like three six five little devotionals both of them and I opened these after both of them had to do with money I was like wow one of them was just like setting boundaries and it's so funny not not funny haha but funny um one of my biggest issues that I'm 
continuing to work on and realize is setting boundaries. And it's really difficult for me because oftentimes I think because I've never really had a set set boundaries, I don't I don't see boundaries the way I should. So I don't necessarily, I'm not aware that I need to, need to set them because I feel like, A, like I'm an open book and then B, it's like I genuinely want to do things for other people. But then there does become that point where you're like, start to feel resentful because, you know, if you, if you don't have boundaries, especially around unhealthy people, that tends to get taken advantage of. But the, I have never thought about having boundaries with money. And not that I ever like have an exorbitant amount to share with others, but I do find that sometimes because, you know, after bills and all that kind of stuff, it's like, you know, money's kind of in and out. And I don't know if that's just like a bad attitude to have about money, but the whole little daily thing was about setting boundaries with money. It's like, and it's specifically about accepting money from people because you feel, you know, if somebody offers to help you with this or that, that comes down to a boundary, whether you say you always say no to people or whether you always say yes to people. So that was really interesting. I'd never, ever thought in that respect of boundaries. And it's funny because uh, that is something I struggle with and I'm trying to correct just in general, let alone, you know, I didn't really relate that to money. And then the second uh, book that I opened up to read was talking about money in the sense of, it, it wasn't specific to money, but it was talking about giving. When you give, you will be blessed and returned with more than you gave, but you have to give freely. It, you can't hoard it, you know? It's like, I also heard... Um, a podcast or book or something, but you know, I think it was Tony Robbins. You know, what he was saying, if you can't give ten dollars when you have a hundred, there's no way you're going to give ten thousand when you have a hundred thousand. It's just you know, that's not the way it works. You have to be able to give. And I was um, for a while there. I was uh, giving away, you know, trying to do ten percent of my income, which can get difficult, but. It's also that mentality of just like letting it go and letting it go with good intention and blessing it as it goes out. So it's just really interesting, but all these little things have kind of been happening for me like this, like whatever intention I set for the day, I just feel like I've been getting, oh, and then I was listening to a podcast, um, a podcast that I opened this morning and the first whole part was about money and your relationship with money. So all these things have been happening and just like really aligning to the intentions I set. And it's just, it's amazing. I feel like just being in tune with everything and being tuned with myself and, and meditating and all of that has just like opened me up to see the answers or see the guides, see these little, you know, listening to that intuition specifically because intuition is something that I've been really trying to strengthen and I was having a conversation with a friend too, and she was saying, um, you know, like she's always seen me as being intuitive and I've, I've never, I guess I never had a word for it maybe. Um, but I never really, I guess it's not so much that I wasn't intuitive. It was more to the fact of that. I didn't listen to it, but for me, I'll always get that sinking feeling or those butterflies you know, and those, they're trying to tell you something. And then sometimes you have those thoughts that run through your head that are in your voice. Yes. And they're in your head, but they're, 
not of you. You know, they just, they're fleeting. They come out of nowhere. And that's also your intuition trying to tell you something too. And so like really stopping and paying attention to it and trying to listen to those more, um, that has really strengthened my intuition as well. And I know I spoke about it on a previous podcast about how it's like a trust, um, once you start listening to it more and more, then you become to trust it more and more. And then it gets louder and it's a two way street too. And you know, the more that you listen to it and the more that you trust it and the more that you act on it, the more that you're going to feel aligned and like doing the correct things and things are just going to be working for you. So it's been like really, really cool experiences in the last month, month and a half but it's also, you know, at times it gets frustrating, especially I know for, for myself, it's like, um, and side note, I'm so excited. I'm having another guest on here in a, in a few weeks and she's going to like really, it's, it's going to be about human di- design. So I will have something for you guys to refer to, um, to reference so that you can understand when I'm talking about human design, um, and I can essentially do like a little blurb about it as much as I, you know, as much as I know, I guess, but human design, like in essence, it's really, you put in your birth date, your birth time. Um, I will link up the website that you can go to in the show notes here. So that way you can pull your chart, especially if you're interested in listening to my guest, when she goes through it, you'll be able to really relate, um, on your chart, what she's going, what she's talking about as she talks about it. But, um, Human design essentially combines a few different ancient, um, not methods, I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for, but it's the I Ching, the Kabbalah Tree of Life, and the chakra system, along with astrology, but not astrology in like the sun, like uh, the star sign type astrology. It's more astrology in the way the planets were aligned. Um, And it also has this element of quantum mechanics, uh, genetics, uh, and bio something or other. Science is not my thing, but (laughs) so he's got, um, it combines all these different elements and it gives you this body graph and it looks super confusing and it, it is, it's, it is very, very complex, but yet it is very, very simple. Once you really know what to look for and you kind of get a hang on it and you understand it, but, um, you will see there are nine centers. So your chakra, uh, system has seven centers, but according to human design, in, I believe it was 17, 1771 or something along those lines that evolved. We evolved from a seven center, um, system to a nine center system. Um, so you will have going down the top, you'll have your head center, your Ajna center, your throat center, your identity center to the right of those, uh, to the right of your identity center, you will see the heart center, your, your solar plexus, your emotional solar plexus center, and then back to the middle below the identity center, you're going to have your sacral, your root, and all the way to the left is your spleen. And so you're either going to see these open, which will be white or defined, which will have a color in them. And that'll be able to tell you if you have a a defined way of processing whatever that center represents. So, um, for me, I will talk a lot about my emotional sacral center or uh, my emotional solar plexus for me is defined. And so what that really means is that I will ride a wave of emotions. I will, my highs are really high. My lows are really low. There's never really like a, a middle line. It's kind of like, 
you're either extremely happy or extremely sad. And there are four different um, ways that you process this. So it depends on which gates, which is there's little numbers in each center. So it depends on which gates you have active. So for mine, mine is kind of like, mine kind of looks like a heartbeat. It's like a straight line that it goes up and then comes back down, straight line goes down and then comes up. So it's always going to be going up and down, but there will be periods where it's almost neutral. Um, so it's not as intense as some of the other ones, but I do go through these ups and downs. And the trick is, um, one of the really cool things that I've been learning from human design, and just other spiritual readings is that you're never supposed to rely on your mind to give you any sort of authority because your mind will always question it. Your mind will always give you the ring around. It's just, if you rely on your mind, you're always going to be met with problems. So they have, if you look at your, um, if you do get your, pull your chart, the three things you really, really need to know, um, aside from even looking at, at the chart, but you need to know your type. There are four, almost four slash five types, depending on how you look at it. But there are generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. So I'm a manifesting generator. So you want to know your type. You want to know your inner authority. So for me, that's emotional, um, which means that in making any sort of decisions, I need to ride that wave and make sure that through the ups and through the downs, I still want the same thing. So for example, for me, I've been really feeling this pull to continue my education in a way that can serve others. And so I want to do something in the health and wellness field. And I've had like a few different options come up, I guess, or a few different things I've been looking at. And um, just a couple of them have kind of fallen off because in listening to that wave, right? Obviously, when I was in the low, it just didn't feel right anymore. Um, and it's funny because when you are growing up like that, so essentially, if you have an emotional um, inner authority, which your emotional soul, uh, your emotional center has to be defined for, but if you have an emotional authority and you don't listen to it and you don't wait and you are impulsive, you're always going to be starting and stopping things and people will think you're flaky, right? They're going to think that you can't ever stick to something. So yeah, they're going to think like, oh, here's another thing that she's not going to finish. Um, and so that's kind of like the story of my life. But what's really been happening is that I'm not listening to my emotional authority. I am not allowing myself to ride that wave to see if it's something that's really going to light me up and that I'm going to stick with. And so just in making that like subtle shift of trying, because sometimes it's hard because I can be impulsive, but making that subtle shift and like trying to listen to that. I have not jumped on opportunities that I may have burnt out on. Um, I'm, I may have not jumped on opportunities that I will just drop. So it's really giving me that time. And although I'm like, feel this burning desire to continue it. And I have a few options and I'm so excited for them, but I'm forcing myself to slow down and just wait for the right answer. I will know when the answer is right. I will feel it. And if you have any sort of hesitation in anything, especially with that center, it's like if it's a, eh, you know, then it's probably a not right now. Like, listen to it. If you have any sort, and it's funny, not funny, but um, in my last marriage, there was, in hindsight, looking at this emotional 
wave when the highs are really high, they were awesome. And when the lows are really low, they were not awesome. And every time there wasn't a low, I just, it didn't feel right. I always questioned it. I always doubted it. But then the highs were so high that you would almost forget about those lows. So just in hindsight, it makes so much sense that I have this emotional authority, inner authority that I need to be listening to because that's really been like truthful and guiding me along the way. Um, and so then, so that was your type manifesting generator for me, um, your inner authority, which is the second thing you need to pay attention for. And the third thing is your strategy. Mine is to wait to respond. And since I'm a manifesting generator, I have a little bit of a manifester in there. So it is wait to respond and then inform. So the emotional and that um, strategy to wait to respond kind of like go hand in hand almost. Um, but it, it's more of like not initiating because manifestors are the ones that are going to initiate. Um, and everybody else is not, that's not their purpose. Um, it's not their role. So waiting to respond and even in little things, I've noticed it in, um, having conversations where I'm initiating the conversation as opposed to letting somebody ask me a question and then I respond. And I've really noticed it where I'm fast, I'm interested in something and I bring it up and I talk about it and I can see my audience just not having an interest. But yet when I have somebody ask me a question, perfect example, um, I have a very good friend that I have like really wanted to ask her what her birthday was so I can do her human design chart because I just find it so fascinating. I love like learning what everybody is, but I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it up. And then we were having a conversation and I just said something about human design, but I didn't ask for any information. I just, cause I didn't know if she even knew about it. And so that invited the question where she was like, Ooh, what is it? Can you, can you pull my chart? And that was like, there was my, there was my response. There was my outlet to respond. There was my trigger to respond. And I did. And she was really, really interested. A lot of it really rang true to her. And so that right there is like a prime example, but it's not always like, you don't always have to wait for people to ask you to do things. You know, it's like, literally I heard it described or I read it described as something as simple as like you hear a bird. So you start whistling, um, you get hot. So you take your sweater off. It's like just in those little responses, it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody coming up to you and be like, Oh man, it's hot out here. You should take your sweater off, you know? Um, so it's it. And also in some instances, it's like, if you have an idea, if you're creative, if you want, if you have a project that you have in mind, let it, let it sit, let it fester and, and really feel that response in your body if that is the right thing to do or not. So if you can just find out those three things, dig a little deeper into what they mean. Um, if you have any questions, you're, you know, you can email me, find me on social media. I'd be happy to answer anything you have if you have any questions about that. Um, but just those three things in itself, you will start to feel yourself become so much more aligned. Things will start to happen for you. Um, one of the books I was reading, the author was a manifesting generator. And one really great example that she had, um, I can't remember what her inner authority was, but her her um, strategy was to respond because she's a manifesting generator. And so her she had picked up and moved her family, I believe, to California uh, to study more with human design. She wanted to be like at the hub of it. And so she moved her family over there and she was learning all these things and she really wanted to know. And 
she decided to initiate and put together a workshop. She printed all these flyers, she invited all these people, she wrote to the news, uh, she rented a hotel room, she did all the work. She got the food, she got the everything. And at every single corner, she was met with resistance. The newspaper didn't want to do the article, um, just nothing was working. And so the day of the workshop, not a single person showed up. And so she got really, really frustrated. Um, and she wanted to give up. And she, I mean, she did give up on the idea, I guess, at that point. I don't believe she gave up on the dream, but she gave up on that idea of that workshop that that just wasn't for her and then she was she had learned you know she continued on she learned a little bit more about it and she was getting something done I'm not sure what it was and somebody the person that she was talking to had told her she was like you know hey and I may be wrong this may not even have anything to do with human design this may be something completely different but um, this was her example but whatever it was that she was talking about this woman that she was having a conversation with was like man you should really she probably didn't say man but she said to her, you should really put on a workshop. And so she just had this idea of testing it. Let's see if my response to somebody else suggesting this workshop is going to make things happen. And so she did the exact same thing that she did the first time. She reused the same flyers. She changed the date, rented the exact same hotel space, um, wrote to the exact same newspaper and asking them to write about it. And this time, everything aligned. The newspaper wrote about her. Um, everything worked out. And I think she said she had 35 people show up to her very first workshop. So that's just an example of like that responding. Um, and so, yeah, if you just listen to those few things, the strategy, inner authority, and your type, that the rest of the chart is important, obviously. But like I said, it can get very complex. Um, and this really wasn't even going to be about human design because I have somebody that I'm really excited, um, who knows a lot more than I do. Um, but she will be on here this month. Um, and so I'm so, so excited. She'll give you more in depth about it and everything else. But I really wanted to relate that to intuition and how listening to it and practicing it and really paying attention and just sitting there. And sometimes even when it comes to journaling, just clearing your mind and, and asking your intuition or whatever you want to do while you're praying or whatever, just trying to really strengthen that and listen to it because you will start. And it, it is a slow process. Um, you know, I believe everything that I've gone through in the last couple years and all those have, have led me to this sort of... I want to say it's been a rapid change in the last like month and a half, but it, it really hasn't. It's difficult to explain, but all of these, I guess I just have felt super, super aligned in the last month. And so I've been noticing all of these little shifts and it's been really incredible. But as is with my personality type, um, I tend to get, you know, once I see things happening, it's like I want more. I want it all to happen now. And so I was actually um, on an Instagram live and this woman was doing our portraits. And so she was doing mine. And she asked me, you know, if, that she had messages from guides and if I was OK with them, with her reading it on the Instagram live or re relaying that message. But the message was just that, you know, there has been such an opening of my shoulders and it has been my intentions have been put out and they have been heard and the universe is working to make it all work out and just to not get frustrated when it doesn't happen immediately. And it's so the way that I usually react to things is getting impatient. So patience is a virtue and it's something I'm really working on. 
and just the more every day that I practice it and the gratitude and all of that stuff combined, just having such a, a good outlook, a better outlook. I still get my down days because we all do. I get frustrated. It's like I still have that fire inside and I still want what I want and I want it now. But it's also there are lessons that need to be learned through this process. Um, I have um there is one other area that I've been really, really excited about that I'm really, really learning, and that's Ayurveda specifically in eating. I know I talked about um, really in like the first episode, I think I brought up my diet. Um, so I am plant based and that's really important to me. So I feel like I've always been aware of what I'm putting in my body. But sometimes I just feel like frustrated because I work out. I feel like I eat right, although I know that I do eat some processed foods that I shouldn't probably more than I um, am admitting to, you know, with kids, sometimes it's difficult. But ever since I've just been feeling more aligned and reading more and more and really, really digging into Ayurveda, it's fascinating, fascinating. I love how and I really can see the alignment between Ayurveda and human design. So I am still trying to figure it out, but if you know anything about um, Ayurveda, there's three doshas, Vada, Pitta, and Kapha, and being tri-dosha is very, very rare, and I really relate to all three, and I've gotten like a handful, I've taken like a handful of tests, there's quizzes online that you can find out what your dosha is, and I've taken like a handful of them, and probably more than half have come out to be tri-dosha, and then if they're not, it's usually vada pitta, which is really interesting because vada is the one that's like has a lot of energy, has very creative, um, and all of those things. And like right now, as I have a cold, um, I feel a lot of that in my throat. And that also really aligns with human design, being a manifesting generator and having all these ener this energy and this creativity. And it's just really, really fascinating. And, and so I'm learning as much as I can about these things. And I really want to further education because I have an idea forming of where I want to go with it and how I want to help people in combining these together. So all of that said, which was not my intention for this episode, I kind of knew it was going to be all over the place, but I had so much going on in the last like couple months that I really wanted to share. Um, and so those are some of the things that have been going on through my mind that I have allowed sit for at least a few weeks. So I have a lot more clarity on them. I have more of a direction. And that is also something that is so new to me. I just usually like impulsive and I do this and then I realize it's the wrong choice and I shouldn't have done it. And so this is like really, really um, showing up in a big way for me. And it is really, really exciting. Like one thing I noticed throughout this process too is I think because I'm so much more aware of my emotions and everything that's going on, I feel those shift, the shifts in my emotional wave more. Um, especially when like I've gone through like a spiritual experience while I'm meditating or something, it's kind of like chasing that high. But like the re reality is you're never going to, it's always going to be going up and down. You could have everything you want. You could have written all the books and done all the interviews and made all the money and achieved everything and learned all the knowledge and everything. And you're still going to have those days of not feeling it or being frustrated or wanting more. And I think like that's, 
it is frustrating, but it's also one of the beautiful things because when you feel that frustration and you feel those like quote unquote lows of that emotional wave or whatever you want to call it, that's where your opportunity to learn and get better is. Because if you are just constantly happy all the time, there's no room for growth. There's no room for learning because unfortunately the growth happens through the pain And I know I've said it before, but I love the saying where it's like, I didn't realize there was going to be so much mourning and growth. And it's because you have to release and let go of all of these qualities or people or limiting beliefs, uh, values that you, you held on to, but it's, it's beautiful and it's amazing and it, it's eye-opening and I, every single morning, I know there are so many things that I, that I can work on in myself. Some days are, are great. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I feel myself doing things I never, ever would have done before. And it's amazing. And then I go to therapy the next day. And I'm like, well, crap, I still got a lot to work on, you know, so it's, it's up and down. But I know now at least I feel like, I think one of the great things about meditation and spirituality and all of that stuff is really just being present in the moment, feeling what you're feeling in the moment. Like right now, I do feel frustrated. It's like, I know what I want. I know what path I want. I feel like it's finally been revealed to me, but there's the frustration of the money barriers. There's a frustration of the time barriers. It's like, I want it all now. I know what I want. Why can't it just, you know, why can't I just skip all that stuff and, and just do it now? It's like, I crave what I want. It's like, I don't compare myself to other people because I know my path is very different. You know, my purpose is different. The things I'm going to be able to teach people are different. My experience are are different. But sometimes you hear people that walk a similar path to yours or have been through similar things, but you're seeing them at your their peak. You're not seeing them in all of the difficult things and all the growth and all the the mourning and letting go of relationships and bad relationships and you know it's like we all have to crawl and pull our way out of all of those things to see the beauty on the other side and you know I was listening to one podcast and she has you know I'm sure she has plenty more that she wants to achieve in her lifetime but she has at least gotten to a, a, a good point, but you know, she talks about where she even has days where things will happen and she's like, why, you know, universe, like, why are you doing, why is this my, why is this happening to me? You know? And it's like, we all, we all go through those frustrations. So I think being self-aware of all of that. And then and this is where I know I always talk about it, but this is where journaling really, really comes in that you can sit down and just like understand what you're feeling at the end of the day. If you write down like every morning, I know I, I said it earlier in this podcast, but it was like every morning I write down like how I'm feeling at the end of the day. I write down like things that trigger me like tonight. For some reason, I'm just feeling this heaviness. And part of it is going to uh, therapy that kind of always leaves me a little heavy. And I guess dreading or because oftentimes things come up in therapy that you're like, you know, you think you've done so well and then all of a sudden something comes up and you're like, shit, you know, I thought it was past that, but, but here it is, you know? So I think therapy is, is so good and I know, and I appreciate it and I'm so grateful to have it, um, and everything that I learned from it, but it's also a frustrating experience too, because I want to be past all that stuff and it's growth. Um, you know, there are some things that I feel a sense of obligation to that I, that feel heavy to me because I know listening to my sacral and listening to my emotional wave, I'm not getting that hell yes. Like this is what I want to do. 
but I'm aware of that. And I am also aware that because I am obliging myself to it and going forward with it, I'm going to be met with resistance and frustrations. And sure, it would be easy to say no, but it's more than, you know, it's sometimes it's not all black and white. And like I said earlier, another part of my frustration, it's like, I know what I want to do, but there are barriers in the way. There are things to overcome. And it's like, I see my path. It's literally, I feel like it's completely laid out in front of me. I see it. It's there. Like, why can't I just start walking on it? But there are obviously things that I have to learn still. There are ways that I have to grow. And I truly, truly believe there is a reason for everything. Things will unfold as they're meant to. When it's the right time, when I've learned the right lessons, it will become available to me and that will be the time where I'll be able to take this shiny, beautiful thing that I've been waiting for and I'll know what to do with it. So although today kind of had no format, it was more or less a brain dump. I hope you that, I hope you that, I hope that you got value out of it, um, that you enjoyed it. If you have anything you want to add to it, anything you want to talk about, my voice got really high just then. Um, come over to Instagram at Rochelle C. Smith. Uh, send me a DM or a comment or something. Let's have a conversation there. Um, again, if you if there's anything that you want covered in the podcast, anything you want to discuss, you can always email me at contact at RochelleSmithPhoto.com. Um, and I'm going to wrap it up because it is now raining and I'm sure you can hear that. Uh, thank you so much for listening again, for bringing me into your day, however that looks like. I appreciate I appreciate you so much. I hope you have a beautiful week. Bye. That is it. That's all I, that's all my brain dump for you this week. Um, so here is for my Friday favorites of the week. Uh, for a book this week, I am reading the definitive book of human design, the science of differentiation. And this is the book, the human design book by Ra Uruhu. Um, he is the person who kind of, who got this download for the whole human design. And so this book is really, really fascinating. Like I'm just, uh, if you're interested in human design, I mean, if you're interested in really diving deeper into it, I really, I really recommend it. It's not, I had heard that it was a lot, um, just language wise and everything, but maybe because I've read so much prior to this, um, it is a fairly easy read, I guess. Um, the language isn't that difficult, but it's really giving me a really deep dive into human design and everything that goes along with it. So I'm really, really loving this book this week. Um, for a podcast, a podcast I've been loving this, this week is almost 30. Uh, it is, has two hosts and they're just like so awesome. I love their dynamic. I love the way they talk to each other, the way they interview. They do like solo podcasts where one of them does a podcast and then the next week another one does a podcast. They do them together, but they're just, they have such a great variety of guests on there, spiritual, uh, tarot readers, uh, all, all sorts of guests. And it's so, so fascinating. I love it. So I will link it in the show notes. If you're interested, you can head on over there and listen. Um, and then, so my quote for this week is from the human design book by Ra Uruhu, but it really says, and I love it because it's, as I was journaling today, actually right before this, um, but I was journaling and it just, we are all connected, right? We're all energy, um, whether you're viewing like money is energy. So a lot of times your relationship with money really comes down to energy and it's the emotional attachments you have to, to money. 
your conditioning that you have to money, all these things like money is literally an exchange of energies. And so like once you understand that and you can get past that and mind you, I'm still on my journey. I'm not like past that or anything. I'm still learning, but it's all about energy. And so I literally was journaling earlier and really just trying to listen to my intuition, my guides, like whatever you want to call them. And so sometimes you get these thoughts that pop into your head, right? And that is your intuition. That is the divine power. That is whatever the source, how, whatever wording you want, but that is that messaging that's coming through. You know, sometimes you're driving, you're working out or whatever, and you have these thoughts that come out of nowhere and you're like, well, where'd that come from? You know, you weren't even thinking about it. So I've been trying to pay attention to that more often. And it's kind of like that, like I talk about trusting your intuition and that two-way street and how it begins to strengthen you begin to hear it more and all of that so sometimes when I'm journaling I just get these like thoughts but today as I was right at the end of it um right at the end of my journal I wrote love be love spread love love is the cure love connects us all and so as I was trying to think of a quote that I really wanted to talk about today I was going through the human design book and this quote came up and he says we are not here to be loved but to be love. And so it was just like that connection between the two. It is like life can get really hard. People are not always kind, but love is what connects everybody. And we are here to be love, surround yourself with love, give off that love energy. And it's in that selflessness, I guess, of giving it freely, you will get it back. You, we are aligned to get, you know, like what, what is meant for you won't miss you. And so if you give out all of that love genuinely, selflessly, just continue to give it out regardless of what you're getting in return, the right hearts, the right people, they will always find you. So that is all I got for you this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening to my brain dump episode. Um, again, if you want to connect, it is Rochelle C. Smith on Instagram. I would love to have you over there. Uh, if you want to email me, have any questions, any topics you want covered on the podcast, it is uh, contact at rochellesmithphoto.com. And I would love and appreciate so much if you could review this podcast. So that way I can bring you more content, more people can listen to it, uh, share it however you like. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy your weekend and have a beautiful, beautiful week.